Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. December 3rd, 2020. Conjoined twins. In the jailhouse. Heart transplants. Rowing across the ocean. And Advent. This is awesome today. Awesome Today is a daily show, even though it technically isn't every day. It is barely edited and sometimes offensive. It is a good show. Some might even call it awesome. If you are friends with someone who doesn't think this show is awesome, you deserve better friends. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm pretty freaking good. I'm glad to hear it. Are we going to keep doing the sing-songy thing? I'm going to try was, not to. This did not go through in the pre-show email. <laughs> I did not come prepared. <laughs> I'm just in a mood. It's rainy and drizzly and cold outside. It might snow tomorrow, but on the inside, it's all warm and cozy. It's all warm and cozy, and so is the inside of your brand new awesome vehicle that also has a sensor that turns its own wipers on. It does. It's like, here, I got it. Let me take care of you. Yes. It is a warm, cozy cocoon in there, and yes. I discovered first of all did you know that it is triple sealed the doors are well they should be that's why it's so quiet in there two seals bad three seals good yes that's right that's what george orwell intended when he wrote animal farm yes i mean i didn't tell you this earlier. seals were a big thing on the animal farm <laughs> oh my gosh the animal yeah the animal yeah good all right that was a dad joke that you managed to work in was it fully dad pretty dad joke -ish. okay sorry um, I didn't tell you this, but earlier today I had the thought, and I'm not saying I'm not going to do this. I had the thought that I might go out into my suburban in the mornings, turn the heater on, get a little work done and some peace and quiet. You think? Yeah. Okay. Well, you got to amp up the revenue to cover the gasoline cost <laughs> and apologize to all of those whose globe you are warming. How dare you How dare you? Out? How dare you, sir? The only way we justify this 
behemoth yes. of a vehicle is we literally fill every seat of it when we take our family somewhere. Well, that's true facts, yes. So. Okay. Well, it's December 3rd. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday, I guess, to Illinois. Happy Statehood Day, I believe Statehood it's Day? That's yes. a birthday. They became the 21st state in 1818. Mm-hmm. Um, unless the sources I read were incorrect on any of those facts, in which case I apologize. I'm just the messenger. Please don't kill me. It would be a really not dramatic thing to die over. Illinois State. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, we only can speak to that for the lack of fervor that folks have about our own state. True. Uh, maybe Illinois is like wicked proud. Maybe they are. Have you ever been to Illinois outside of Chicago? Not that I recall. It's Me possible, either. but not that I recall. Okay. I mean, technically, yes, because I, I, we played a game in Illinois in Chicago, but we stayed just outside of Chicago proper to do so and drove further outside of Chicago proper to go to a, a bar out in the middle of nowhere so that we wouldn't get in trouble. With whom? It's me and a bunch of the other coaches. Okay. I don't remember that at all. Okay, well, that's... So there, I just had a mind flash of a lot of other stories yeah. from that event. Um, none of them embarrassing, just no. but also not applicable. We'll so. talk later. It's wildly okay. uninteresting to anyone yeah, else who's well, listening. <laughs> except for when it got real. <laughs> and I told the cop, mm-hmm. do you know who I am? <laughs> <laughs> and he answered, sir, I do not. Yes. Um, okay, well, December 3rd. 1689. Right. That's a long time ago. Hold on to your butt for this one, okay? 1689, first recorded successful separation of conjoined twins. Completed by a French surgeon. <laughs> a French surgeon, dang it. Yeah, over in France. They were really moving the needle on the surgery front. Well, no doubt. I'm a, I was so shocked by this because my prior familiarity i wouldn't even say knowledge mm -hmm. my prior familiarity with conjoined twins was just a remembrance of my childhood in the 80s that every time you'd go to the checkout register it was being run by conjoined twin no there would be a national inquirer magazine with some news about some yes. conjoined twins yes and honestly because i haven't seen it in so many years i just thought well evidently it's not a thing anymore right and i googled it and it's still a thing it's definitely still a thing. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff about twins and all the things that can go wrong. That they all eat each other. No. Well, yes. Yeah. But I, yeah I didn't make that up. It's that, real. That you were blissfully ignorant to during my million years long pregnancy with the twins. It just felt that way because you were trying to vomit in all the bathrooms in the state. One of our twins tried to eat the other one via um umbilical cord. Yes. Max's umbilical cord was, what, three times as big around as yes. John Kyle's? Yes. He was cheating. He was cheating the system. He'll do it to this day if you don't watch him. That's right. All right. Moving on. Well, 1931, for the first time ever, Alka-Seltzer goes on sale. Plop, plop, fizz, fizz. Oh, what a relief it what is. What a relief it is. Have you ever had it? I have had it sparingly. It did not provide a lot of relief that it's, I recall. It's just effervescent water. It's delightful, but <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean. It's got, what, a little baking soda? <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
a little baking soda, a little arsenic, because why not? Yeah. Maybe some opium. It probably has a little touch of opium. Something. In it. But it's really, it's just a means of creating carbonated water, which does settle the tummy. Well, sure. Okay. Um, in 1953, Webb Pierce recorded the song In the Jailhouse Now. Yeah, he did. If you have seen the movie, my favorite movie, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou, then you know this song. If you have not seen this movie, what are you doing with Why your life? Why have you not seen this movie? It's yes. a great movie. I'm just now realizing, though, literally as I'm reading this, I'm realizing that that makes that song maybe a little bit of an anachronism because uh, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou takes place in the 30s. Yes. yes. But, I mean, I suppose it's very possible that song was just popular and then this is just noting the recording that Webb Pierce did of it. I don't know. I feel like this was the first recording of it. Now, maybe it was... Maybe it was popular. I didn't see when it was actually written. Maybe it was popular, but this is just the first time it was ever recorded. Yeah. I don't know. That is something, that, that is a phenomenon that I love um, in jazz music, is that rather than everybody feeling like they've got to go out and recreate the wheel, if there's a great song, everybody takes a swing at it. Yep. Do your own cover. Do your yeah. own thing. Yeah. Um, this also reminds me of, speaking of that movie, that that soundtrack to that movie is one of my favorites of yes. my whole life. Yes. If, even if you don't want to watch the whole movie, if you are interested in 1930s Americana music, or apparently also 1950s, right. uh, you might check it out. It's fantastic. You'll at least be in love with the big rock candy mountain. Yes, that's right. I feel like we've even talked about that on here before. It's Have possible. We? Okay. I'd like to go there. All right. Oh, I got the next one, too, because yeah. it's a, this was a big day in surgery. Keep your eyes on your notes, though. Okay. Don't, I, don't read down. I'm trying. This is a big day for surgeons everywhere, because not only did we have... 19... These, when? Well, the, I, 1967 is what I'm okay. about to say. Okay. But flashing back to just a, a few minutes ago. Yes. This French surgeon Yes, doing well, that. an Alka-Seltzer, which replaced surgeons for a time. <laughs> I don't think that's right. And a few. Uh, the bad ones. <laughs> yes. 1967, surgeons in Cape Town, South Africa, performed the first human heart transplant. From human to baboon. I don't know. That, that part's not true. Okay. That part's not true. All right. But they could have. Yes. They could have. They may have since. Mm. That would explain a lot, those stinking baboons. Okay. Is that, are they a corollary? I can't really talk today. A corollary to damn dirty eight? Yes. In fact, it was the predecessor. Okay, good. All right, you have a whole thing, and I have, I have not read a whole single note thing. on this. Please, please don't. Close your eyes if you must. Okay. There will only be a handful of people that know that you did, because our YouTube viewership continues to suffer. <laughs> Evidently, my titling has not been up to par. Well, you're not bringing in any fetishists. I'm anymore. not. I'm not bringing in fetishists. I, I'm not going to go do what's encouraged by so many content creators to find the clickbaity words that everybody's searching for to get views. Find us and watch us or don't, whatever. That's right. So 1999, it was just barely yesterday, <laughs> or 20 years ago, <clears throat> 21 years ago. Yes. Almost 22, right? Uh-huh. Tori Murden, and I apologize if I pronounced it incorrectly, but it looks like Murden to me. She became the first woman to row across, to row across 
the Atlantic Ocean alone. Holy Moses, why would you do that? I, I don't know. I don't know. Well, we'll get there. Okay. So she rode, rode from the Canary Islands to the French Caribbean island of Guadeloupe, okay. which is, I would call, because of our the, the Latin influence in our life, Guadalupe, but I believe the French call it Guadeloupe. Okay. Could be wrong. Not not trying to set a precedent here. Not anything. trying to speak French. Huh? Yeah, yeah. I'm not a sergeant. <laughs> it took 81 days. Now, this is a thing, evidently. And I didn't know this. I had no idea. This is a thing. Oceanic crossings via rowing. And so I start to dig into this. And I'm looking all through the histories of it and whatnot. John Fairfax was the first person ever to row, row solo. Okay. And that's a thing. There's a delineation. Did you go as a team? Did you? How did sure. it all work? There had been teams that had done this. Uh, but he was the first person ever to row solo across an ocean okay. of any significance. Um, and as I looked, this dude is fascinating. Okay. This dude is fascinating. As a child, he was expelled from the Italian Boy Scouts. <laughs> there was an incident with a pistol. What? Yes. He and his mother, soon thereafter, maybe motivated, motivated, motivated by this expulsion, I don't know, but they moved to Argentina. Okay. At age 13, he left home to live in the jungle like Tarzan, Surviving by hunting and bartering skins with local peasants. Oh my gosh! Wait, you're, what time frame are we talking about? Um, this would have probably been sixties, maybe. Are you For, serious? Fifties, no, I would think. But it was 50s definitely the twentieth century. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Okay. So, yep, he does that. It was as a teen that he he had read about a team of two who rode across the Atlantic. And this was kind of his inspiration to, to look that direction. But before that even happened, he, and this is, you know, post-Tarzan, uh, he went on to be apprenticed by a pirate. <laughs> yeah. He then briefly oh managed a mink farm. Mm, like yep. a fur coat kind of meat. Yeah, so okay. this this was this was fifties because finally here's a date to get me back on track. In nineteen fifty-nine, he flew to New York, drove across America from New York to San Francisco. When he ran out of money, as you would, yeah. he decided to return home to his mother in Argentina by bicycle. What? Yeah. Hey, why not? It's, it's more or less free. You can steal a bike, and right? Yeah. He rode a bicycle all the way to Guatemala. Oh, my gosh. He then hitchhiked from there to Panama. Hey, got a little off track. In Panama, he fell in with some pirates, <laughs> and he spent three years smuggling guns, whiskey, and cigarettes. He may have, in fact, been the reason that the ATF was created. Oh, Alcohol, tobacco, and firearms. Gosh. Yes. He ultimately then did, at the end of this three-year period, he had escaped from hot pursuit of whatever law enforcement and pirates and yeah, whatnot. He yeah. escapes and be resumes his journey, makes it to Argentina then on horseback. Oh, my gosh. I, wow. You, you can't even make this up. No. It's, it's then that he's 
motivated and he spends two years preparing for his solo row across an ocean. Then in 1969, took him some years, right? Yeah. He rowed from the Canary Islands to Florida. Okay. Took him 180 days. Holy Moses. Right? And at the completion of it, he received a message of congratulations from the crew of Apollo 11, 1969, right? Mm. They had walked on the moon literally the day after he completed his voyage. And in their letter to him, they said, Yours, however, was the accomplishment of one resourceful individual, while ours depended upon the help of thousands of dedicated workers. Mm. The film crew, craft services, special no, effects. No, 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 no. That part's not in there, no. but the other the other part is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You're so rude to the space program. I just do it. Because it's a jab. I, I enjoy it. I know. Uh, they like it. They like they it. They like Neil it. Neil called me the other day. He's like, hey, don't worry about it. Okay. Um, but it doesn't end here. Okay. It doesn't end here. In 1971, he and Sylvia Cook set off from San Francisco to row across the Pacific. So he's no longer solo. He's doing this as a team because it's a, it's a deal. 361 days later. They reached Hayman Island in Australia. I assume I'm pronouncing that right. It's pronounced. It's spelled like Hey Man. Um, <laughs> who knows? Who knows? They became the first people then to row across the Pacific, and Sylvia Cook became the first woman, period, to row across any ocean. Just not solo, like Tori Murden, who was the first solo to cross an ocean. Oh my gosh! So that's been a journey for all of us. You know, I just good for good for these people yeah. for following their heart's desire yeah. and their passion. I'm gonna I'm gonna drive, I'm gonna bicycle, yes. I'm gonna pirate, I'm gonna ride a horse, all the things. Talk about living some life. Yeah. That's the stuff movies. I'm gonna Tarzan, I'm gonna do all yes. the things. What a what a that man was free. That man was free. And it's not from saying the, his life was fun necessarily, but it was, he was free. From the day he took that pistol to That's the right. Boy Scouts meeting, he Look liberated here. himself. <laughs> Look at here, boys. How do you say that in Italian? <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness. That's fascinating. I want to know more about that guy someday. Um, okay, so we're going to do all of this, and then we're going to go into Advent. Yeah, yeah, right? we'll, we'll finish. Well, we'll do this, then we'll do some Advent, and then we'll whirl. Okay, all right. Well, so we have some trending, mm -hmm. and this is the trending COVID edition. Yes. Happy news on the COVID front. All the happy news. Is Two pieces of COVID news. Actually, three. Yes. All good. All phenomenal. First of all, one of our very own awesomes, Awesome Amanda, had been very ill with yes. COVID, hospitalized. I see you the whole thing. Like in October. Yes, in October. Yeah. And uh, was able to be awakened mid-November and hopefully in the days around this realm this week going home finally. Yeah. So we've been praying for, pulling for this awesome Amanda. So that was very happy yes. to see her wonderful yes. recovery. Um, secondly, the CDC has reduced quarantine for those who are recovering from COVID from the original 14 days now down to seven. So that's they a, slashed that in half. That's a positive 
reality of how long it's contagious and some things mm -hmm. like that. That's good news, right? Very good news. Now, thirdly, there are several vaccines that look to be for real, mm -hmm. real deal vaccines, undoubtedly still so, several more in the works. Meetings are now scheduled for December 10th and December 17th to consider authorization for two of them. A CDC expert panel has voted that the first vaccines to go out to roll out should go to both healthcare workers and those in nursing homes. Of course, those in nursing homes being the most vulnerable. Uh, well, yeah, but healthcare workers. Well, yes, because I just meant of the of, general of population. Required exposure. Yes, exactly. They're, they're most vulnerable due to repeated exposure. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So hopes are that the that there are twenty million or more vaccines to be distributed prior to the end of the year. Yeah. And somewhere between five to ten million doses a week as we enter into the new year. I was reading yes. this morning it is a two dose vaccine. Okay. So yeah. For all of them or just the uh, at least at least one of the companies. Probably Pfizer. That's the one that that's the first meeting will be Pfizer's version. Okay. And then I can't remember the name of the company. I should. I've read it a million times in the news that's got the second one. I think um, even there's a third one in development. Well, like I said, there's these are the two that that have produced information enough to warrant a meeting. As I understand it, they may even proactively now be making okay. doses of the vaccine in anticipation of the green light. The green light. Okay. So it's not like, oh, now we can, but it takes six months to make it. They're right. They're pushing ahead at a high yes. and rapid pace. Now, this is all very, very good news. It gives us a light at the end of the tunnel yes. for 2021. It does make one wonder, how is all of this being paid for? Thank you for asking as though I hadn't scripted the question in. Why did you do that? I thought I, thought I very you naturally it. segued into the You did. Okay. I just wanted to, for those who are, per, who are really paying attention this far into the episode and who have... Critical minds, yeah. which I can identify with. Yeah, they're they'd be like, "Hey, I smell a turd. This feels set up," uh, and so okay. I'm just celebrating it. Hey, you're okay. right. It is. Okay. It is set up a little bit. All right. But I felt like it was an important piece of information to include for those who care. Okay, I care. Let's talk. If you don't skip ahead thirty seconds and maybe another five or ten after that, um, this is being done through a public-private partnership, sometimes referred to as a PPP agreement. Mm -hmm. In my humble opinion, Your Honor, this is one of the few ways that our governments, state and or local, uh, or rather federal, state or local, that they actually behave in a semi-responsible way. Uh, though I'm, I'm sure it isn't without some under-the-table financial incentives because that always seems to happen. Sure. Um, but in this type of an agreement, public-private, yeah. public being the government, private being privately held companies. Um, the government technically spends no money. Mm. They incentivize private business to provide a solution by contractually agreeing to some type of a setup that more or less guarantees a return on their investment. Honestly, it's not wholly different than what happened with the Rural Electrification Act way okay. back during the New Deal where the government said, we are granting you monopoly right. so long as you will provide electricity to rural citizens. Okay, sure. And so similarly, you might often see things like this organized through uh, utilities. Okay, 
or a utility facility, if you like. Is that onomatopoeia when things sound the same? I don't know what the term is. Uh, maybe it's just rhyming. It's just rhyming, okay. but it's a delightful rhyme. Yes. I like it. Um, so in that instance, in that instance of a public utility, let's say it's a water treatment facility, then you would, the government grants the person the right to the area uncontested. They spend all of their own money or their investors' money to construct the facility, and then they are getting this guaranteed access to the public to provide the service, so they're getting paid directly from us. Gotcha. Now, this instance is a little bit different and in that the general public is going to be paying for vaccines via their health care, but then also... Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. For everyone else's, those who are on Medicare, Medicaid, we'll also pay for those with our tax dollars. So it isn't perfect sure but it's about as pure as it gets and you in all of your ron swansonness approve i don't disapprove okay I that's disapprove that's probably the closest we're gonna get that's true okay um all right let's advent a well, little hey, bit hey guess what it's still advent still advent we've turned world into our world advent oh. first okay nice i i don't hate that um it is wednesday of the the first week of Advent. Yes, it is. We've got some readings. First of all, before we go into that, a little bonus for you. It's the memorial, the feast day of St. Francis Xavier. Christ. Yes, he was one of the, he was a, a student, if you will, of and of St. Ignatius of Loyola and co-founder. Yes, of the Jesuits. Of the Jesuits. I was going to the try Society to... Society of Jesus. Yes, I was going to try to spring this on you and be like, what do you know about St. Francis Xavier? But apparently yeah. you already know. You can't fool me. I read it this morning. Okay. Did <laughs> you already? Yeah. Oh my. Okay, well, I have a few thoughts on him. Um, what did I put this? Okay, yes. Yeah, so he lived from 1506 to 1552. Again, he was one who... He actually met... Uh, Ignatius of Loyola when mm -hmm. they were in Paris together. Often Francis. depicted as a in in art as uh -huh. a younger man ah. next to the older man of yes. Saint Ignatius. Okay, okay. So yes, yeah, so they had met there and under Ignatius's gentle but persuasive guidance. I think that's generous. I don't think there was anything too gentle about St. Ignatius. Really? He was a, a former um, man of war. Yes, that's true. That's true. Um, well, so 
Francis did convert. He became a priest in 1537. And then he went to Lisbon and there sailed from there sailed to the East Indies, landing at Goa on the west coast of India. And then he spent the rest of his life as a missionary priest, yes. um, spreading the gospel throughout uh, India on up into Japan. Almost made it into China. Almost made it to China. You really did read about his I life did. today. I did. All right. Well, happy feast day to St. Francis Xavier. Amongst many other things and many places, because oftentimes, well, nearly every place in the world where there are Catholics, there is a patron of a geographical region. Yes. He is, beyond that, he is the patron of like every, almost every imaginable description of what a missionary could be. Yes, absolutely. Okay. So that's the feast day. Okay, today's first reading comes from, we're in Isaiah again. This is mm-hmm. Isaiah 26, 1 through 6. Why don't you give that a read for us? Do you like, do you like that feeling if you're in Sunday school class and I'm the teacher and I just randomly, randomly call on you? Randomly call on you. not you read? I never learned to read. Or you're like, I don't know how the Bible works. I don't have a book okay. of Bibles. Okay. Bible books. Thankfully, it's on my mobile device, so I just handed it to you. So. Should I mispronounce a name of the book of one of, one of the books of the Bible, like uh, presidential candidate Joe Biden recently did, and it was really embarrassing? Oh, he's a cradle Catholic, what right? Do you expect? Indeed. <laughs> just kidding. Anyway, All of our faithful cradle Catholics um, were just having yeah. a little fun. Well. Learn, learn the names of the books, at least. You don't have to memorize them like we did as young Protestants, but at least know how to pronounce them. And the dog snored right on cue. All right, we on got cue. boring. I'm sorry, dogs. Yes, here we go. Okay, from Isaiah 26. 26, yes, yeah. my eyes are struggling. My eyes. My eyes. On that day, they will sing this song in the land of Judah. A strong city have we. He sets up walls and ramparts to protect us. Open up the gates to let in a nation that is just, one that keeps faith. A nation of firm purpose you keep in peace. In peace for its trust in you. Trust in the Lord forever, for the Lord is an eternal rock. He humbles those in high places and the lofty city he brings down. He tumbles it to the ground, levels it with the dust. It is trampled underneath by the needy, by the footsteps of the poor. Yes, So here we are in Isaiah, the prophet Isaiah, reminding the people, calling forth the people, inspiring the people with this vision of God. And I especially want to focus on these last verses where he says, trust in the Lord forever, for the Lord is an eternal rock. Mm -hmm. He humbles those in high places, brings down the lofty city. This theme will be interwoven as we go forward. So... I kind of sometimes tend to skip over the response. I know that's not great. It's It's part of the scripture. Basically irresponsible, arguably sacrilegious. Okay, well, I will own that. The response this... Uh, for these readings come from Psalm 118, various verses. I was going to see if you could read through those because it's really important to the theme okay. of today's readings. You don't have to do all of the yeah, yeah. repeated response. Yeah. But. Um, okay. Give thanks to the Lord for he is good. His mercy endures forever. It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in man. It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in princes. Do you want me to keep, there's like either or choices, so this would be... Well, the response is either blessed 
is, is that what's okay yeah. okay yeah. my mistake yeah. okay keeping on then open to me the gates of justice i will enter them and give thanks to the lord this gate is the lord's the just shall enter it i give thanks to you for you have answered me and have been my savior O Lord, grant salvation. O Lord, grant prosperity. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. We bless you from the house of the Lord. The Lord is God and he has given us light. Yes. So here we see in Psalm this reflection back of the idea of trust in the Lord. So we just had that in Isaiah, trust in the Lord forever for the Lord is an eternal rock. He, God, will humble those who are in the high places the lofty city he brings down is trampled into dust. And so here the psalmist is reflecting that idea. Give thanks to the Lord. He is good. His mercy endures forever. So we have this, again, like a, not only is he strong and and we can trust in him, but he is, his mercy is unending. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it says it's better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in man, than to trust in princes. So we have this thing being further developed that, that is so easy in a sense to put our trust in man because it's putting our trust in the physical world in the 3d world in the realm in which we can see it's tangible to us but that god from his dominion calls to us and asks invites us to trust in him and his word to us in the bible encourages that Mm -hmm. um kind of setting up a juxtaposition of Man, whether they're princes or the mighty of a community, may on the outside appear to be unshakable or that they may appear, you know, if you look at like a royal family that reigns for centuries, it may appear that they're immovable, but that if you look at it through the scope of eternity, only God is eternal and immovable. Um, and so bear that in mind as we look at the... Do I get a chance to oh, talk Oh, yes, about please do. Here we are. Yes. I'll get out my big chief tablet and my crayons to try to contribute. What? <laughs> Why are you looking at me like that? You just were like, you have nothing to say, sir. Sir, move along. Once I get on a roll, it's hard for me to, to slow I down the train. I like here. to yes. participate in I conversation with you. It's good. Let's hear it. Well, if we... If we do, and I think we should, look at this, not just by itself, but as a continuation of the passages that have recently been Mm -hmm. the days before, um, we have this continued picture of this this is where justice comes. Yes. That, and not just justice, but blessing and abundance and it's... All the things, man. All the things. Mm-hmm. This is where it comes. And that you can't rely on man, even other men in the form of your princes or congressmen or presidents or absolutely dictators or whatever they are. Yes. That they will not be just. You don't, you don't set yourself up for the disappointment of looking there and hoping for it. Yes. They're, the only abundance they're concerned about is their own. Yeah. And so just don't don't travel that path. Look here and know this is this is where it's coming from. And again, from this ongoing perspective that all of this began, certainly when Christ was born even. Yes. Uh, as soon this was the first instance of someone that was 
both 100% God and 100% man, defying the percentage rules of how mathematics work, but that it's real. And it, it began then this joining of physical and non-physical that had before been separated. He bridges this gap. And so even, even for those who live in an oppressed place, that they can still have peace and joy and grace and in a different sense than we would imagine purely physically, they can have uh, a true freedom and justice and blessing as well. Right. It may not manifest in a purely physical way. It may even be scantily physical way. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah. Yeah. So good. Thank you. We're still in the Gospel of St. Matthew for the Gospel reading for today. This is from Matthew 7. This, these verses come at the conclusion of Matthew's uh, telling of the story of the uh, Beatitudes. Okay. Not the story of, but the teaching of the Beatitudes. Mm -hmm. And so this is going to be concluding the Beatitudes. Okay. Jesus said to his disciples, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only the one who does the will of my Father in heaven. Everyone who listens to these words of mine and acts on them will be like a wise man who built his house on rock. The rain fell, the floods came, and the winds blew and buffeted the house, but it did not collapse. It had been set solidly on rock. And everyone who listens to these words of mine but does not act on them will be like a fool who built his house on sand. The rain fell, the floods came, and the winds blew and buffeted the house, and it collapsed and was completely ruined. Yes. Does that remind you of a song we learned as children? And the rains came down and the floods came up? Yeah. 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 Something along those lines. There's a whole lot of hand motions I refuse to participate in. There's some PTSD there. <laughs> okay, we don't Not have to do all of that. It. Okay. Um, I think it is so fascinating and so beautiful that Christ could have picked anything to give a metaphor for what this is like. The man who both uh, trusts, who listens to these words of mine and acts on them. He could have chosen anything. Right. But he said, whoever listens to these words of mine and acts on them will be like a wise man who built his house on a rock. And so the, here we are tying back to the Isaiah passage. Yes, and tying as well to when he referenced Peter as the rock exactly. upon which the church would be built. Yes, exactly. And so um, I just think this is so, such a beautiful weaving together. And, you know, I think this is really important theologically speaking. It helps those of us who um, grew up in a concept of salvation as faith alone to further understand what Christ means when he's talking about, or to, to understand the concept of works and how mm -hmm. important they are as a part of our salvation. Because he says, it's not just everyone who says, Lord, Lord. Right. It is those who do the will of my Father in heaven. He follows that up by saying, "Who everyone who listens to these words of mine and acts on them. So it's not enough to have the Lord's name in your mouth in a right. holy way. You have to verb it. You you can verb it all you want. No, you have to verb. Oh, you have to take action. Yes. Okay. You can talk about spiritual things all you want. You can talk about Christianity all you want. But if you do not act. If you won't find the person trying to cut in line and punch them in the face, whether they are a security guard or not. Well, 
That's verb. That's action. That Maybe it's way to take not that extreme. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, Can I'm dying to talk. Can I talk on yes, this? You're dying. Go for I'm it. I'm literally dying because okay. this was interesting to me. Yeah. Um, so the, the, the wise men, well, both men, both peoples, groups, uh, they built on something. Mm -hmm. And for both of them, a storm came. Yes. That's right. None of this is to say there will be no storms. Right. It's not yeah. a promise of fair weather always. That's right. A storm came. Mm -hmm. Expect it. Right. It's going to happen. Yes. Likewise, it does not say, and I like to find things like this. I like to look at things both from the perspective of what does this say and what does this not say? Yeah. What it does not say is that there are always storms. Okay. Right. It just says a storm came. Mm -hmm. Intermittently, storms come and go. We know this from the weather that we experience in the physical world. Right. And and I think that's very valuable. Uh, my own past history within religion, I've certainly run across people who would insist that if there's not a storm, you're not doing it right. Oh, my gosh. Oh, it should always teaching. be miserable. It yes. should always be terrible. That's That's a big steaming load. There will be storms. There's going to be periods yeah. that it's unpleasant. And at the same time, and though it doesn't say this, I don't think it's harmful to imagine that the wise man who built his house on the rock, as that storm was, what was the word that they used? Buffeted? Yes. The house? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't think he was inside losing his mind. Okay. Peeking through the shutters and pooping into a... Uh, uh, chamber pot back then it was always a while back they didn't have toilets and certainly you can't pull a toilet up to the window they don't move they're not portable um that was probably too much that way but no i i think i like to imagine in this scenario that he's sitting inside next to the fireplace in a rocking chair reading a book by candle he's not worried he's not worried right it it sucks and there's there's something that's not physically enjoyable but you you don't have to be drugged down by it. Exactly. Yeah. That there is still, again, in this interesting unification because of Christ's presence, there is the ability for peace and joy and abundance. Because if you're sitting in by the fire in your rocking chair, nice and dry, reading a book, maybe snacking on a good cheese or something, are you not living abundantly in the midst of a storm? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So that's what I have to offer. One last note, just the the theme here, I think, speaks beautifully to what we are, the, the overall arching theme of Advent, which is so much about trusting in the Lord and looking for the Lord, even in the darkness, knowing that Christ is coming. Yeah. You know, whether it was the people looking for the Messiah for centuries or for us as we long for his return, the trust thing yes. is huge, so... I got one more thing I want to ramble Oh, my. About. Okay. You got me you got me excited. All right. So uh, let me be the, the first to not just admit, but even announce and possibly proclaim. Mm -hmm. I, I, I've not done well a lot of times in my life okay. with how I've handled the storm. Mm. Um, very recently, maybe, in fact, was the first time that at least that I can remember, certainly the most recent time, anyway, that I've handled the storm well. Um, we, we've talked off and on about the fact that I recently hurt my back. Yes. And I'm not over here trying to be a tough guy, but I do have an insanely strong threshold for pain. Mm -hmm. And that was 
that was some of the greatest pain I, I can recall ever feeling in my life. Mm. It was brutal. And that was also the first time in my life in that midst of, of that severe pain that I, I never got ugly yeah. Yeah. inside about it. Yeah. Um, it was very different. I, it was maybe the first inkling of maturity that I've shown in my entire life. I don't know. Um, and, and that's kind of where I'm speaking from when things are back. Because I've also been through some some rough times, different scenarios where the pain maybe wasn't physical. Yeah. Uh, that I, well, I, I didn't do well. Yeah. Um, but it's there. And I think that's what a lot of this speaks to is that it's there. That, that peace and the grace really are there. And not so that you can rock back and forth in the fetal position saying, I have grace, I have peace. But that it's actually there. It's actually there. Rocking on your chamber pot. Yes. Yep. Good. Too much? Do you want me to cut all that out? No, that's good. Okay. It's very good and very necessary. Well, we may as well go ahead and... Whirl Watch, read, listen, life style. Yep. Well, we, as we've mentioned for the past couple days now, I think, have taken up the last half of the last season of Supernatural. That's where we continue to live until it is done. We'll let you know when we've concluded that. I need to just like commit like three cups of coffee before bedtime and just try We need to just try to get through them. Let's pace into it. Let's do one. See how it goes. If you need more the next night, we'll try two. Okay. Don't, don't go all the way to three or it'll be like time to wake up and you're like, I got one more episode in me. <laughs> That's exactly what would happen. Reading. Reading. I continue to read Julian of Norwich, Revelations of Divine Love. This isn't a book that I would recommend sitting down and just trying to power through it. Do you feel like, as Julian did, you will spend the rest of your life contemplating these revelations? I think that for as many times as I want to read it, I will Oh yeah. I will experience it differently. Yes, absolutely. And so I've really been taking my time. I don't think I read more than a chapter to two chapters a day, and these chapters are pretty short. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's just so much to really take in and contemplate. And so I'm enjoying it. Um, I'm intermingling some other things around it to satisfy my overall desire to consume materials. Mm -hmm. But that's where I'm at, and that's probably where I'm going to be for a month or more yet, I would assume. Good. Like and you're that. there as well, I know. Yes. Okay, listening-wise, you guys, it's a, it's the most wonderful time of the year if you're a Spotify user. Spotify began several And if you're not, why aren't you a Spotify user? I mean, honestly... <laughs> That is one of the few, we do a number of like paid, what's it called? Paid membership yeah, or subscription services, or something. Subscriptions, service whatever. That you, could, you can listen to Spotify free. We have a family plan. Every one of us listens to Spotify so much. And so it's worth it to us to have the family plan, have the ad-free plan, yeah. all of those things. Anyway. This was originally, I think you did this as a gift yeah. to me. Yeah. Um, because I was... I was in a, a stage of lockdown working on a lot of yes. historic research for my business, for building some stuff. Yes. Uh, and yeah, you had mercy because you heard the ads coming out of my office and you're like, no, no, no. Yeah. And that was a time certainly in life where I could not allow myself I any know. kindness. So you were very 
Sweet. I've tried to get you on my Google family plan so you don't have to watch YouTube ads, but you are really wildly resistant to that. I am. It's fine. We'll talk I about am. it later. I feel like, let's talk about it now. Okay. I feel like, and probably very incorrectly, that Spotify is not part of the the evil group of completely selling you out to everyone else. If you're involved with Google, Facebook, and a few others, I'm sure. I just feel like they aren't even trying to hide yeah. their viscerally bad treatment of you. Mm -hmm. Spotify, they're they're still kind of the new kid on the block comparatively. Yeah. They're they're probably not as evil yet, and they're probably also a little bit more concerned and convicted, so they're hiding it better. Okay, that makes sense. Well, uh, Spotify began this thing a, a couple of years ago, giving you your year in, the, in review. They have gone above and beyond this year. They have rolled out. They're calling it your year wrapped. Okay. And so they're giving you your 2020. They began just a few years ago with just giving you like a playlist, like here is your best songs in 2016 or whatever, your most played songs. They have amped up so much this year. It is a whole experience when you log in to your Spotify, um, especially it's on the app. I don't know if they give you this experience on the desktop of Okay. Experience of Spotify. You'll have to look. I'll have see. to look because you you do mostly desktop listening. You got my mind spinning, and now and I'm wrestling. What's the? I assume mine's going to be a huge chunk of one artist. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Pierre okay. Pierre Luigi. Okay, yeah. Is part of his name. It's a whole long name. Mm -hmm. I will have that for one of the future episodes. I'll I'll bring that to people. Okay. Well, this year on the on the mobile app, I know for sure they have created a whole experience that makes it look like it's like in the same format as an Instagram story where you kind of tap through different slides, okay. each slide telling you a different thing. Like here was your most listened to song and you first streamed it on this day during the year. You like, oh, wow. For me, we sold it to these people as information about you. You bought one of their products on this day. Why are you always a cynic? Why I'm, can't you just let me run I'm the spot joking. this? I'm joking. Okay. I'm not joking. Well, Nico single-handedly ruined my he Spotify year in review because the number one song I listened to, this is completely inappropriate for a, a child's first favorite song. It's by Post Malone from the Spider-Verse soundtrack. It calms, Sunflower. it soothes the savage beast. Yeah. Wait. So we play it. It's called Sunflower, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, yes. Beginning when Nico was an infant, that was his favorite song. Yes. I continued to stream it apparently over a hundred times in 2020. Right. It, Spotify told me that on October 25th, I streamed it for the 100th time. Um, it topped all of my lists. It's like, why, Nico? And not only that... Also, all of the baby lullabies I used to put yes, on yes. in the kitchen while I would be trying to get him to go down for a nap while I was wearing him in baby carrier on my back. It really ruined my year in the review. Yeah. But even still, Spotify did a great job of packaging of, of like the whole experience of going through. If you, if you have the luxury of listening to only what you want to listen to on your Spotify account, right. if you share it with no children, if it is yours and yours alone, you will be delighted by your year wrapped from Spotify because they give you so many like different stats and like all of the in charts and they've created a playlist for you. They will tell you the podcasts you've listened to, the ones you binged, 
how many episodes, like when you were binging a podcast, how many you listened to in one day. I mean, it is just, I hats off to Spotify. Their, their presentation of it this year was so they used their powers for good and not evil. Yes. Yes. Nice. So I, in fairness, and I know that you would say, well, Nico's love for whatever skewed yeah. otherwise, but it still told you your life story. Well, that's true. It was a big part of my life in 2020. Nico, that child. Nico is a massive forced presence. You will worship me now. Yes. Indeed. All right. That leaves us at lifestyle. Yes. This is a fun, amazing thing. Yes. So, Yesterday, as we looked to celebrate Mm -hmm. the new vehicle, Mm -hmm. which we're not celebrating the vehicle so much as we are truly just insanely showing gratitude to God for provision of it. Yes. We decided we should feast. We should feast to honor God, not the the vehicle. Um, And so we we go to, what do we, Whole Foods? Mm -hmm. Is that where we went? Mm -hmm. Um, Now. It was a full spread that we did because that's what we like to do. As an appetizer, we got some freshly baked sourdough bread. It's delightful. A really lovely champagne cheddar cheese. So good. Yeah. I'd never had a champagne cheddar. It was very smooth, very mild. Yeah, it was. Or is it a champagne cheddar? But the most amazing thing that we have eaten in months, maybe all year, and this is no exaggeration, I would never bullshit you. You have a lot of big feelings about this. I have big feelings about this. We're looking through and we thought, you know what, maybe we'll get a jam or a jelly or something to have. Because oftentimes a good jam or jelly with a good smooth cheese and on a nice bread like a toasted sourdough is quite delightful. Mm Mm-hmm. We're looking through a, a section of these, and I think you'd even found a couple of things that you thought, mm-hmm. this sounds good. Mm-hmm. And I read out loud, bourbon berry, and you dropped three jars of jelly on the floor, shoved an old person to the ground, and came running. That's exactly what happened. I Tell said, us Did about somebody this. say bourbon? Okay, this is bourbon berry conserve. Conserve. From Bonnie's Jams. Never would have found Bonnie's Jams, probably if they hadn't had it at Whole Foods. Yes. This is, it says, bourbon berries, delicious combination of juicy blackberries, ripe blueberries, and Kentucky bourbon. It's the perfect match for a full, and it goes on to give you the full-flavored tangy pairings that you could put together with different kinds of cheese. Um, It's so good. It is so I, You don't even really like sweet things. I, I mean, you you like some dessert every now and then. Yeah, some. I've never this, seen you lose your mind over This was a stupid. Like I, this. I just dabbed the end of a spoon in there and, and tasted it, and yeah. I exclaimed loudly. I might have even used profanity in I its goodness. I think you did. And when I reminded you I wanted to put this in Lifestyle today, you used profanity again. Well, I'm a profane person. It's very delightful. So again, it's Bonnie's Jams. I would guess you could look at your local super, supermarket or maybe even, oh, look, for more information, pairings, and recipes, see bonniesjams.com. So I wonder you might you be able to order online. You could either order or they probably can point you to who has it. Yes. They, of course, would like to promote the sales of their thing. Yeah. 
Um, whoever, if it is in fact Bonnie or just someone that knew her, that is the proliferator of this fine jam or conserve. Conserve, yes. Yeah. This is, this is, wow. You should do this for yourself, whether it's as a holiday treat or as a gift. You give this as a gift to people, it doesn't matter what they got you. You outdid them. <laughs> I love it. That's great. It's very good. Okay. That's all we got. That's everything. Yeah. You're shutting me down. You're producing me. I am not I could ramble. You. I can make something up. I thought, let's end on a high note Okay. bourbon berry. Well, I took it down a few notches then. <laughs> well, then, in the meantime, have an awesome today, would you? Please do. Bye-bye. Bye. John Fairfax wrote a boat. It was not gently. It was not down a stream. It was across an ocean. He also spent some time as a pirate. Could he have wrote as vigorously if he had never been a pirate? Find Awesome Today and Sorta Awesome Media on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok and literally everywhere podcasts are found. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.